0: Welcome to EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and I have some very exciting news. My book, The Mindful High Performer, is available for pre-order now. Out May 31st, learn how you can operate at a high performance level without feeling overcommitted, overwhelmed, or simply over it. Just go to eqminds.com to pre-order now so you can get your hands on this book as soon as possible it would mean the world to us.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Recharge Your Mental Health. And I'm Jay Pottinger, General Manager and Speaker at EQ Minds. I'm also Chelsea's husband. And today we're gonna do things a little bit different. With only one week to go before the release of her first book, The Mindful High Performer. Today, we're gonna ask Chelsea the number one question our audience has requested. And that is all about resilience and grit. So welcome, Chelsea.
0: Thanks, Jay. Good to be with you today on the podcast.
1: Lovely to have you here. So I guess taking a step back, we went out to our EQ Minds audience and asked them, what is the one tool or habit that they would like to get better at at the moment? And what was the resounding response when it came to that?
0: How it kind of blew it out of the water. It was around resilience and grit. So that's why we thought we would come together and do a session for you all on those two key topics. And I think about this all the time, you know, at the end of, say, our life, hopefully 95, maybe you 99, since you are fast and you're a lot healthier than me. <laughs> I think about this, you know, at the end of our lifespan, imagine if we had to hand in all our memories, you know, would there be ones where you would keep or are there ones that you'd actually erase out and I don't know would you erase any would you take out any memories like any setbacks or challenges or change
1: no I think the challenges you know at the time it's it's difficult and it's hard and you don't want to be there but from that difficulty you really grow you find out who you are about yourself and you come out the other end thinking well that has helped me become a better person or even change my trajectory at times as well
0: yeah, that's true. I, th- I think about it. You know, when I grew up in Aubrey, Aubrey High, fifteen, Gwyneth Paltrow released that cracking blockbuster film called Sliding Doors, and it was a time where a lot of girls cut their hair like really, really short. And I thought, hmm, maybe I could rock the Gwyneth Paltrow look. And so I went and had my hair cut, and uh, and quite clearly I couldn't. Like I cut my hair really short. It was a weird phase. I've had braces and. I call that my kind of personality developing years. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I'm gonna have to work on my chat here. And I think, oh, would I erase that year, that 15, that 15 to 16, that tough year? Would I erase when I had postnatal depression? And I think, you know what, I actually wouldn't. I'm with you, Jay. I, I think I wouldn't erase that because in those challenges, that that is, that's where we grow, that's where we learn a lot about ourselves. And sometimes people will say to us things, and I think this is really interesting when it comes to this technique today that we're going to talk about, with resilience and grit. Sometimes people tell us we're not good at something. You know, maybe we can't cook or sing or dance. Maybe we shouldn't. But what happens when it gets us into trouble is when we start to believe it up here in our own mind. We start to believe that we are not capable of change and we start to really have these limiting beliefs. And I don't know. You, are you, do you find that you've got any kind of limiting beliefs? Do you feel like you're not very, great, very good at something?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm certainly well below par at. Uh, one of the things I'm currently working on is my own personal self-talk. So as an example, uh, sometimes I can get a little bit frustrated. Sometimes if I make a mistake, I can have a bit of negative self-chatter. Sometimes I even blurt it out. I know You know, at times I catch myself saying, oh, why'd you do that? That was so stupid. And then I realise Clara's around and I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that dad that is firstly negative and has a negative mindset, but also that's not a very good, you know, role modelling for my daughter. So I'm trying to change that to become more positive and have different coping mechanisms to deal with that.
0: Yeah, interesting. And I think that's I mean that's a really honest share around the self-talk. I think there's like hundreds of people out there that would have the same one. And and for me, this kind of technique reminds me and it was almost like my basketball coach 20 years ago was already across like this powerful tool we're about to discuss. But it takes me back to a moment in my life when I was sixteen, I was trying out for the New South Wales uh country team. Any other basketball tryhards? I wonder listening in the um in the audience.
1: I was one of those tryouts.
0: <laughs> but I was there. I was, I was trying out for this basketball team. Lauren Jackson was there, the famous superstar, Lauren Jackson. She's one of my good mates from Albury. And so we're there trying out for this team. So that was just the calibre of player that, that I was competing up against. And we we all play hard. We train hard. And at the end of the weekend, a bit like a sports carnival, they, they call your name out to let you know who's made the team. So I'm sitting there and my heart is just pounding through my chest because my destiny is about to be revealed and it is a
1: massive no. I don't know about a
0: massive no, but it was a no because that is life, right? And I was a little bit deflated, to be honest. I was was crying. I was a little bit devastated. And so I called my coach and I'm like, coach, you know, I didn't make the team. And do you know what he said to me? He said, Chels, you're just not good enough. (laughs) I thought, brutal. Yeah, thanks, coach. That was a good pep talk. But then he said something that was so profound. He said, Chelsea, you just not good enough yet. And I always think about this you know, yes is a really powerful word, but yet is even more profound because what yet does is it takes the full stop off our potential. It tells us that success still lies ahead. We might not have all the answers right now, but with practice, we can. And so he said, Chelsea, you're just not good enough yet. However, if you come with me to the Albury Basketball Stadium at 5 a.m. every morning before school, do you know how cold it gets in Albury?
1: I do. You've dragged me there many,
0: <laughs> many times. It's a tourist hotspot, Albury Vodonga. So freezing, right, in winter. And if we train your change your weight regime, we change your diet, six months from now you might make the state team to compete in the Australian Championships. Did you have to change your haircut too? <laughs> I worked hard on growing out the hair too. <laughs> And that was such a driver for me, to be honest. Like I, he was absolutely bang on. You know, I wasn't good enough yet. However, with a different approach, I could be. So I made basketball the sole focus. I worked so hard. Six months later, I make the the team. Uh, I was actually the number two draft pick. Number one was... That's got to be Loz. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I was okay being her number two girl. And... I think the reason why I share this with you and the audience is because when I was in hospital, really unwell, as you know, you were right by my side fighting, you know, this postnatal depression when I was clinically really, really unwell with anxiety and depression. My psychiatrist, such a wise counsel, she said to me, Chelsea, tell me about a time that was hard for you that you never thought you'd get through. Something you had to face with perseverance and motivation and grit. And something where you put in that hard work and you came out the other side. And do you know where my mind went? It went like back 20 years ago to that basketball experience. And she said to me, if you can get through that, you can get through this. And now I think about postnatal because there's nothing worse that's happened in my life so far than waking up in a psych ward after giving birth to our gorgeous Clara. Life can pretty much throw me anything these days, and I know that I'm going to be okay. And I think the main thing here is around resilience is that it is okay to hit the pavement. It is okay to have tough times. In fact, it is inevitable if you are living a balanced life. And so there's parents listening it is okay for the kids to fall over, right? That's where it's in the challenge. That's kind of where we grow. And so I think about your experience, you know, like in terms of your limiting perceived limiting belief, you know, I I have negative self-talk but if we kind of flip that around with the which is now known as Dr Carol Dweck's work the amazing psychologist it's her work around this power of yet but if we think about that maybe we could riff out a bit of an example here
1: yeah absolutely I think what you're saying there the interesting point to remember is you need to have these experiences so that when something does really big happen in your life like postnatal depression or in my case like having a (laughs) debilitating back injury, you have these little things to look back on and you've realised that you can get through these things so the little things add up to get you through these really hard times.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So maybe, you know, I don't have great self-talk yet, however, (laughs) if I.
1: So, however, if I learn to practice gratitude more. Or if I learn to stop, pause, think about my response and things like that could potentially help Well, they do help.
0: They definitely do help. And I think that's important for people to maybe take a note or write that down. The the word yet at the end of your limiting belief, I can't pay off the mortgage yet. I can't public speak yet. And then the the second component to that is writing down. However, if I, because that's kind of turbocharging Dr. Carol Dweck's work, what we're doing there is we're putting action up against the lesson. So I can't public speak yet. However, if I join Toastmasters, I practice more regularly, I have more fun with it, I will. And the reason why I love learning this kind of thing at university, and Jay and I always listen to podcasts and TED Talks and reading books on this kind of work is because of our future generation. So if I have a parent that's listening right now, if we have maybe an auntie and uncle, right, or a teacher that's listening, you've got a future generation member around you. I think this is just so pivotal for our younger children because there's nothing worse, right, than watching your little ones develop this negative self-belief or not have enough grit as we're going through the changes and the challenges of life. And so I think about this with our daughter, Clara. You know, Clara used to come up to us, right, when she was four and what would she say?
1: She would say, you know, I can't do a handstand or, uh, you know, I can't climb that tree. But with a little bit of positive talk from us and, and certainly teaching these skills with her, she always now says, well, I can't do a handstand yet or I can't climb that tree yet or I can't reach that branch yet and she has really developed this really positive mindset that she can do things uh with effort and that sort of takes us to you know that whole the old adage you know practice makes perfect but does practice make perfect
0: no because I think that's a it's not a helpful statement you know I think that causes us to be perfectionists and not actually put in the effort so the new kind of mantra is practice makes progress because we know that, you know, with effort and with hard work, right, you do get there in the end. And she will actually say that to us.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have drummed that into her <laughs> over and over again, that it's not about being perfect. It's just about getting better. You're going to make mistakes along the way. But when you make that mistake, you learn from it and you keep moving towards, you know, that end goal or improving yourself.
0: Yeah. And it's improving yourself as to who you were yesterday and not comparing yourself to who people are today. And I think that's, that's a huge thing. And so if there are people listening and you are finding it that, you know, around resilience and grit and things like that, I, I really encourage you to try that technique out with yourself. I really, really encourage you to take that tip and tool out of here and teach someone else in your life that you love Let's uh let's arm right the people around us with these amazing resilience tools. And it's as simple as the power of yet and then however if I, which is gonna put action up against the lesson. And and just like manners, right, with the little ones, you drum it in. Yeah. It's like please, thanks, please, thanks. Smiles in your life. It will, smiles get you everywhere in this life. And we we have been saying that to Clara since she was such a little girl. And we think, oh, is this even going in? And you know, within a year you hear her out at a cafe or at the library. Can I please have that? And you just it just it breathes so much hope into our heart as as parents that we know that Clara is gonna have a growth mindset. We know if the going gets tough, she will keep persisting on. And that's all that I can hope for our little girl.
1: Absolutely. Well thank you so much for coming along today, Chelsea. We really appreciate it. And we hope that's answered the audience feedback and the question that they've had for us. And we trust that you're going to walk away with a nice, simple tool, the power of yet to help with your resilience and grit. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.
0: Thanks for having me. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of information contained in this podcast is used at the user's own risk. Please feel free to give us a five-star rating. It helps other people find the podcast and then together we can help other people with their mental health and well-being. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us.